Hello lovelies. Welcome to year three of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. If you're new to the show, please remember, back it up and see what you've been missing. Those of you who love it already, remember, I need you. I need you to like, to share, review, subscribe, and maybe even consider clicking that patron button. Let's grow our community so that we can grow and learn together. Someone asked me if I could do an episode on anxiety. I feel like I've talked about it a lot, but I haven't really hit on it as a primary topic in a way that would lead itself to a lesson titled simply anxiety. Anxiety is a cycle and we can end it. It is something we have power over. So here it goes. Anxiety is the physical manifestation of thoughts gone rogue. It is fear that we don't want to call fear. It is misguided self-protection. It is heart pumping, mind racing, teeth clenching, headache inducing, sleep and depriving. It's your body fighting to tell you that something is wrong, fighting to get your attention. It's screaming, stop, 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 stop resisting, stop obsessing. It's begging you, step back into your truth, step back into the flow, breathe. The best thing to do is to catch it before it starts, but that's not always possible, not at first. At first, you're lucky to realize you're spiraling when you're already waist deep. When all you can say is, no, 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 erase, erase, erase. This is not my truth, not my truth. When all you can do is count your breaths or count to a hundred over and over again. If that is the best you can do, it is enough. It is the beginning. It is taking control. It is telling your mind, you will not go rogue. Let's count right? Let's count. I did this for months, y'all. I'm not kidding. Some of you have heard me say this before and without fail, when I have people who have resisted the method, when they finally give in, what they say is, I'm so glad I finally gave in. And also, I didn't really believe you. <laughs> Beloved, 24-7, if I was not in the middle of doing something that took up all of my mind, I was counting to 100 again and again, when it got bad, I would be counting my steps, touching the tips of my fingers as I went, adding the physical touch, physical sensations, adding your other senses in helps. Give yourself cues and reminders. I had sticky notes everywhere, every light switch, every door, every mirror. Questions, what are you thinking? Affirmations. You are safe. I am loved. When this becomes routine, it will then be a default reaction to any anxiety-inducing stimulus. Then you'll be ready to move on. Some of you may already be ready to move past that stage, to stop counting, to stop... <laughs> to stop having to fight so hard to quiet your mind. Once you can recognize 
that that mind is just playing old tapes. It's tapped into some old radio station. It is repeating the thoughts and words and beliefs of whoever it was who taught you about life. When you realize that, then you can stop counting and you can start affirming instead. Instead of one, two, three, four, you can say highest good, highest good, highest good, highest good. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. I am smart. I am lovable. I am worthy. Whatever it is, pick the one that feels the most important. You say it again and again and again. Your thoughts start to go rogue and you say, this is not my truth. You shake your head like an Etch-a-Sketch. Say, erase, erase, erase. The truth is, I am loved. I did this for a very, very long time, beloved. I was my own guinea pig. All I knew was I couldn't keep doing what I was doing. I couldn't keep drowning in fear. I couldn't keep abusing my power and having it affect the way I saw others and myself and the way I felt. As you begin to respond this way to your anxiety, to your fear, to your old tapes. It's still fear. Maybe it's some past experience, but you're afraid of looking at it. Maybe it's something in the future, but you're afraid of looking at it. What comes next is to recognize who gave you that. This is not my truth. My mother taught me this. The truth is the world is safe most of the time. The truth is I am lovable. I was taught not to trust anyone. I was taught that everyone was trying to get something from me, abuse me in some way. I had to recognize that that was not true. I had to take those voices from my head. You have to recognize the voices. You have to be able to say, who taught me this? Where did it come from? Maybe it's a sound. Maybe it's a memory. We have to figure out where it came from so we can switch the station. In this phase, so much is revealed. And I implore you, be fearless. Nothing in your mind can hurt you. It has no power, only the power that you give it. So many lessons will be uncovered so much harm done by others, so much false teaching taught from the mouths of people you thought you could trust and believe in, so much toxic faith, faith in falsehood, faith in fear, guilt, shame. We unravel what we were taught. We start to discover what, who we really are. Now, recognize this. If you are one of the people hearing my voice right now and you feel resistant to these words, resistant to the idea that it is something you have power over, resistant to the idea that you can look at the fears without them consuming you, resistant to all of it, then know this. The words are more true for you than the people who don't resist. Resistance is your body telling you pay attention. All things resist their own demise. So persist. I have helped so many people gain control of their thinking, including myself. We have to work with how the brain works, right? The brain is designed 
to remind us what we need to be afraid of so we can stay alive, but we are not cave people anymore, right? The brain is designed to remind you again and again and again that you saw tiger tracks on your usual path to the water so that you don't go that way again, so you don't turn into lunch, right? The brain was designed to repeat that again and again until you found a new route that was safe. All it needs to know is what's the new route. Your brain needs to know. What if it's true, what will you do? But why is it not true? Some things are just not true. And yet we let that gaping hole in our thinking sit there instead of filling it up. We have to fill it up, beloved. If you've heard me talk about thought holes, you've heard me share the experience of my son. It's a really concrete example of thought holes. Circumstances had led him to a place where he was experiencing a lot of anxiety about a lot of things, including his food. He would be afraid to eat his food. What if it's been poisoned? What if something happened to it? And so we would imagine that that was a hole in the ground. And he would imagine that he had a shovel and he'd fill up that hole. He'd say, my mom gave me this food. My sister just ate it. I've eaten at this restaurant before. It smells good. It looks good. He'd fill up that hole and then he'd have to walk across the top. He'd have to eat it right? He'd have to prove to himself that thought hole was not real. We can do that. Absolutely. What's the truth? And if it's an unknowable truth, what do we do? We solve it. What will I do if? My daughter asked me not that long ago, what happens if one of us gets cancer? I told her I did not believe that was ever going to happen, but she needed to know what's going to happen if one of us gets cancer. I said, well, baby, we will either go through the best doctors and the best traditional treatment, or we will go to the best alternative treatment, or maybe we'll do both. But we will do everything we can, and we will overcome. And the fear was gone. You've probably heard me say before, our brain is like a child. It needs us to answer it. It needs us to. And the more we resist it, the more that needs to be done because the resistance is old falsehoods fighting for their own life. And there are layers. We traverse all of the layers, all the shades of gray, the twists and turns, and we arrive at a place as we've worked through this process where we begin to look at our own fears, our triggers, our what-ifs. And we look the future square in the face. We say, yes, it could happen. But the truth is, I am safe. The truth is, I have control. The truth is, I could sell everything and move to Taiwan. The truth is, just because we won't do it doesn't mean it's not there. And it removes all of the cages that hold us in. When we're afraid to see it, it captures us. But your thoughts can't capture you if you let them. It's your fault. We can destroy the fear. We destroy the anxiety with the truth. 
fearlessly telling ourselves the truth. In time, you will have solutions, solutions to all of your triggers, and they will lose all of their power. They will become dead plants because they are unwatered. This is important. The brain relaxes its desperation to protect you. It becomes peaceful. It still sees the dead plant, but it knows without a doubt that it is dead. And it begins to, your brain, your brain begins to instantly solve these problems, these triggers for you. It calls upon the magnitude of past solutions, all of the what-ifs you've already answered, all of the solutions you've already contemplated, and it starts to just categorize things for you. Solutions that instantly quiet the new sources of anxiety and you, beloved, become free. It's a process, lovelies. It's alchemy, right? You have the anxiety-inducing thoughts, beliefs, experiences that are seemingly the most important, loudest things to you now. You eliminate those and other things come to the surface. Right in the process of alchemy, when they were making you know swords and things in the olden days, they would heat up the metal and the gross impurities would rise up to the top. They would remove that. And then they would add a little new. This is what you're doing. You're saying this old belief, fear, trigger, it has no power because here is my new truth. And when you add in the new, it allows some more of the old to come to the surface. And so when something new rises, to not allow yourself to descend into fear, say thank you. Clearly this means I'm ready to let go of the next thing. And it unpeels like an onion. Freedom is worth it. You'll be free to live, free of false expectations, free of the need for the protection of others. You won't need anyone else to be your hero anymore because you will be able to see and feel how very powerful you are. And yes, 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 it can be you because it's not magic. It's science. It works with the brain, the way that your brain works and it aligns you to your higher self and your highest good. Listen, Listen, beloved, over the years, I've had hundreds of people come in about anxiety. Some buy in to the process day one. Others take longer. They hear me. They know they should do it, but they delay. They delay. They delay. They delay until they don't. And when that day comes, they always come in and tell me they wish they had begun sooner. Now, I tell them no regrets. Maybe all I'm doing for you today is planting seeds. Maybe you will spend days, weeks, even years looking at those seeds, laying dormant in your mind and ignoring them anyway, and that's okay. But I can tell you, I've witnessed it work and it worked for me. I was the experiment. I was desperate. I knew intuitively somehow that I could be more, that I could be free. And so I started by counting to 100 for months and months. I used my fingers. I used my senses. I'd go outside and walk and count my steps. And now I look at the dead plant 
that I literally keep in the corner of my office. And I smile. Mm -hmm. I smile because she is a reminder of who I used to be, twisted and tied in the roots and the vines of the very plant that I watered, the very thoughts and beliefs and fears and triggers that I continued to keep alive by not looking at them no more. No, I only water the plants that I want to see grow. And you can do it too. You will never know who you can be, what you can create, the freedom that you can experience until you do. And so for now, whether your anxiety is small or all-consuming, for now, all you have to do is begin. Recognize the abuse of power that you can quiet it. Even at first, if all you can do is count to 100 and redirect yourself again and again. I remember how hard the first few days, weeks, months were of gaining control over my mind, where I let my thoughts go. Sometimes, to this day, <laughs> I will say thank you, mind. Thank you, brain, for trying to keep me safe. But I am a strong person in a malleable world. I don't need to be reminded. This is what I will do if that fear were to manifest. But in knowing the solution, I get the extra credit and I'm free. It's okay. It is alchemy. Things will come up. And each time they do, you'll handle it with more grace and ease. You'll default more quickly into erase, 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 and affirming the truth. And before you know it, all of those all-encompassing worries, fears, triggers, and anxiety will be no more than a dead plant sitting in the corner. Until next time, beloved, namaste. Hi beauties, my name is Megan and I couldn't pass up an opportunity to share who Jennifer Hall really is with all of you. Jennifer is a gifted woman who loves to share the tips and tricks of mastering lessons from the universe through real life experiences. When I found Jennifer about two years ago, I did not know what to expect. My past conditioning had me fearing psychics and avoiding them and that was something I overcame within my first conversation with Jennifer. She has no desire to control you or make decisions for you, but she will tell you what's best for your highest good and it's up to you to do the work or not. It's very common for people to seek out a psychic to read the future and sure, it's human nature to want to know what we don't know, to find the certainty in life, but what you actually get through Jennifer is so much deeper than knowing with, with certainty. It's really about how to grow through the uncertainty and embrace the power each of us hold deep within our own sovereignty and untapped gifts. Jennifer has helped me grow through many lessons in life, relationship lessons with my husband of 15 years, my gifted and stubborn children, career lessons that involved overcoming complacency and dealing with difficult bosses, and of course, lessons for my spiritual growth and tapping into and embodying my own authenticity.
Her podcast, Lessons from the Universe, is food for the soul. It is channeled wisdom, and it is personal wisdom that she picked up as she learned and grew into who she is today. Jennifer is well known and sought out. I have people from all over the world reaching out to me to provide a referral to her so that she can speak with them and and they're able to meet her. This podcast makes it possible for people all over the world to receive her messages and receive the love that she pours into the collective. If you aren't a patron today, please consider becoming one and donating as much as $1 per month. If all of her beloved fans donated just $1, it would make an amazing impact on her offerings to the world. I meet with Jennifer monthly, and I'm also a patron because I believe so much in the lessons from the universe, and I have witnessed the beauty in learning and growing, the beauty in overcoming and smashing the many bubbles of conditioning that I succumbed to in my past. I have a new, more powerful story, and a big part of this story is embracing lessons from the universe. Your story will continue to change, and your donations will help many others change their stories across the globe, allowing the story of the collective to change for the best as well. If you love and live through the lessons from the universe as much as I do, like, share, and become a patron, and watch Lessons from the Universe take the rest of the world by surprise in the best ways possible. Sending light and love to all of you. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session, however it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.